Report, recorded live on Jupiter's third largest moon, Callisto. He'll rise the prize and I advise you all to stand back and peep, don't sleep or doubt. He's skill or get ill, he turns the mother out. He's your host, Icy Robots. Greetings, Earth people. I am from Jupiter. It is me again, Icy Robots. I am not a hero. I keep telling you that, but still, still you keep using that word, but... I do sacrifice a bit of my week each and every week to make your week a bit less weak. And this week, it's going to get so much less weak. We're going to we're going to talk about movies. We're going to talk about stuff. And most of all, we're going to talk about the most delightful food of all the foods in the world. This food is known as pizza. So without further ado, Emily, hit it. Roger that. Yo, DJ. Your DJ has only just begun. We kinda hot together like Sonny and Cher. Too hot to trot and we just don't care. You are listening to the Toys R Us Report. We're funky fresh, dressed to impress and ready to party. In all of the entire history of spoken words, a more untrue statement may never have been said. I am, I am funky fresh, but I am not dressed to impress, and I'm not, I'm not ready to party. I am, I'm wearing my Pooptronics branded jumpsuit, the one that says I see robots on the pocket and has the, the Pooptronics logo on the back. It's what I, it's what I always wear when I'm up here on the Jupiter base. A lot of, a lot of you guys have been reaching out to me and you've been like, where's Iceberg? Where's Emily? What's what's been going on? And I just I just got to put it to you like this: Iceberg doesn't always like coming on the show. Sometimes, what it is, I think he's a funny dude. I think I think he's got a lot to say, and I think he's got some skills on the ones and twos. But he doesn't always like coming on. He he doesn't like the sound of his voice. If you if you can believe that, he thinks he thinks he sounds weird. And I'm just like, dude, don't even listen to the show. It's not like it's not like you have to listen. You can just not do it, but dude wants to do it. He listens, and then he gets all weirded out about how he sounds, and he doesn't want to come on. Emily, Emily's always here, man. She's in the booth. I can see her. I can see her from where I'm at right now. It's up, and uh, you know, let's let's actually see what's going on with you. Hey, hey, Emily. Uh, do, do you mind? Do you mind coming on for a sec? If you really want me to, sure. What's up? Nah, man. The people want to know what's up with you. What's up with me? Not much. I've just been taking the fire out on patrols looking for those currently in army dudes. Yeah, I noticed you've been doing that. Do you, do you think they're going to come back? Oh yeah, for sure they are going to come back. I just wonder why they haven't by now. I honestly, I thought we'd seen the end of those dudes. I just kind of, I didn't, I didn't think you were being like overcautious. I think that you were, you know, being vigilant, but I was kind of hoping they wouldn't even come back. Why, why bother? Why bother? Because they can't let us get away with getting one over on them. What if the word spread and people found out? They have to save face. Yeah, that's true. So, we were talking, you know, like, off the mic. And you, you told me that you had put some, uh, 
some defenses in place. What, what have you done exactly? I've placed some space mines around here and there and I put an alarm in place in case they enter our space. Oh yeah, word? What does that sound like? Can we hear it? Yeah, sure. Hold on, let me find the sound. Hey, that's dope! That's the, that's the alarm from, uh, Star Trek Voyager, right? Yeah, I thought you'd like that. Look, let's get on with the show. We have a format we have to keep. Tell them the story about all those rap videos you watched. Yeah, you're right. Emily, thanks for coming on. Uh, it's always a pleasure. We should have you, uh, on more often. Okay, bye. Okay, bye-bye. Uh, here goes. I consider myself to be a, a fine connoisseur of 80s and 90s rap videos, and I, I don't know, man. It's been, it's been many years since there has been a good rap video show on MTV. Since the days of MTV Raps, I guess, or, uh, yeah, I guess it was. But when VH1 Classic flipped the script and became MTV Classic, they added a show, uh, kind of, kind of a Yo! MTV rap show of sorts. They play, they play blocks of 80s and 90s videos. It's not, it's not the best of all the shows in the world. They will throw maybe one good video on per hour, sometimes two, and they tend to they tend to play the same videos a lot of the times. They play a lot of Beastie Boys, a lot of Missy Elliott, and a lot of Salt and Peppa, which is fine. They play a lot of Outkast, a lot of Tribe Called Quest. What I've always, what I've always said to myself is, I'm not going to call this show dope until they play a Gangstar video. I wanted to see some Gangstar, something uh, you know, check the technique, something like that, and and they still have not, but. What they did on MTV Classic over this this past holiday weekend was they did something where they played 90 straight hours of 90s rap videos. And I, I have to say, they came correct. I saw so many neat videos over this period. All right, here's the deal. I, I taped the whole entire thing. At one point on my DVR, there was a folder full of 90 hours of rap videos. And I, I've been going through them, kind of skipping through them with the control on four. Four is the fastest. Uh, usually I'll go at two when I'm going through things. And then sometimes I'll accelerate into three. But I, I need to get through these things. And they are absolutely killing it with these videos. They're playing a ton of Wu-Tang. They're playing a ton of like Method Man and ODB solo stuff. They are playing big blocks of... New York videos. It's it's so great. I just saw a Supercat video. I saw Ghetto Red Hot by Supercat. I haven't I haven't heard that song in years. You forget how many songs there were. I have I carry an MP3 player when I walk the dog and I got like, I don't know, like three thousand songs on there, which is that's a lot of songs, and they're mostly like eighties and nineties rap songs, and you forget how many other things there were outside of the things you normally listen to. I, I've seen a bunch of Lost Boy videos, a bunch of, a bunch of like, 
A-D-O-R. Well, dude only had one video, but I did see the video. A bunch of uh, Fat Boys, Karis, One. A lot of Ice Cube. I'm not the biggest Ice Cube guy in the world, which is... That's just my thing. I think America's Most Wanted is one of the best hip-hop records of all the times, but... I, I don't go for that gangster stuff so much. I like the East Coast, the kind of lyrical, miracle kind of dudes. Uh, dudes who are like, they got those conscious lyrics, you know, P.E. Stuff like DOS Effects. They've played so much DOS Effects. They have played so much Public Enemy. It's so great. And I'm happy to say they have played a ton of Gangstar, which is, which just got me tickled pink. I am, uh, I'm a Cloud 9. I'm a Cloud 10. Maybe Cloud 11. Right now, I think I got 30 hours to go. I think I'm watching maybe 15, 20 minutes out of every hour. Let me tell you this, too. One day I was I was in the garage digging around for something, and I found a videotape of a bunch of old rap videos, and I was, I was checking it out. Stuff from a California Music Channel, stuff from Yom TV Raps, just stuff from all over the place. And I was remembering how fun it was to tape videos, how you would... How you would sit there, you know, with the thing on record, on pause, waiting for a video you wanted. Then you'd hit it and tape it. And sometimes you'd miss it. Sometimes you'd miss a few seconds of it. I was thinking how much fun it was to do that. And then then the thought occurred to me, you could still do that if you want. If you really want to, you can do that. You have a VCR and it's hooked up to your TV. If you want to make a rap video tape, you, there's nothing between you and that tape except for air and opportunity. So I said, hey, man. Why not? So I've been taping the one or two good videos they put on the uh, on the Yom TV show onto a tape. And I don't know, man. It was maybe like 45 minutes worth of good videos. It's fun. It's something to do. Something, something to make the time go by. But over the course of this 90 hours of rap videos, I've gotten like a good three, three, four hours of videos onto my tape. I think I'm going to finish my tape by the time this is over. So... So, you know, that's something that I got, I got going for me, I guess, hopefully amongst other things, but I do got that going for me. I'm going to have a whole videotape full of uh, rap videos from the nineties. You know what I did to, this is, this is cause I'm a dork and I, I wanted it to be, I wanted it to seem more authentic. I, I got an old tape at, at the dig that somebody had. They had taped a bunch of dumb stuff on. I forget what it was. I think it was like America's Funniest Home Videos. And it wasn't wasn't that funny. And they edited out the commercials. Which is what we all did back then. And now when you watch an old tape you found. You hope there are some commercials. Which is. Is that irony? I'm still not sure. I understand what, what irony means. Isn't Isn't that ironic? That I don't understand what it means. But I got this old tape. And I've been using that to tape on. So it. So it appears to be old, as if that is cooler, but I don't know, man. So, with all that said, let's, uh, let's move into the next portion of the show. This portion is known as At The Movies. In a moment, At The Movies, without Ebert, Siskel, or even that dude Roper. But you got Icy Robot, so that's something, right? This summer, I need you to help me get home. Okay, buddy? Help has arrived. Okay, buddy. He's the ultimate friend. I like the multi-purpose tool guy. With the perfect set of tools. Ah! Let's have a 
Dominic. I think your Wang is guiding us home. Paul Dano, Daniel Radcliffe, Swiss Army Man, rated R. So the other week, me and the missus was home on Saturday night, and it was it was pouring rain onto the Earth base. It was it was like the heavens had opened. And the good Lord was pouring buckets down upon my house. We couldn't go. We could not go anywhere. And it was still, it was still early in the day. So we thought we had time to, you know, check out an entire movie on the TV. And we kind of, we went through Netflix and we went through some stuff that I had on, on uh, the personal server and we couldn't find anything that we wanted to see. And eventually we decided to start poking around the Amazon video. We have the Amazon Prime video package. So we're poking around there. And a movie caught my eye that I had heard of before. And that I knew was getting some, some you know, some props from people that that I appreciate and respect. This movie is... A movie that goes by the name of Swiss Army Man. It stars Daniel Radcliffe, a.k.a. Harry Potter. And also, um, what is the other chap's name? The other chap is a guy who goes by the name of Paul Dano. I, I appreciate Paul Dano's work. He was in... He was in Little Miss Sunshine. He plays her brother, the one who wants to be a fighter pilot. He's also in There Will Be Blood. He's the dude who is, like, he's the priest in the town where they're drilling for oil. He's a good actor. He's very, very good. And Harry Potter's a good actor, too. This movie, this movie was one of the weirdest movies I've ever, I've ever seen. And it was difficult to make it past the first the first half hour, maybe, but then after that, it becomes, it becomes a delight. I mean that it is a fantastical delight. Let me, let me try to break down the the basics of the story, quick for you one time. the The character that Paul Dano plays is stranded on an island. He went off on, he went off on an emo boat journey after being dumped by his lady friend. And he winds up with his boat all smashed up and him on a deserted island. He's there for, he's there for who knows how long, but he has, he has like a Tom Hanks castaway beard and hair. Not quite there, but he has, he has the beard and the hair. So he's there for a while when one day a corpse washes up ashore and that corpse is Daniel Radcliffe and he befriends the corpse. He's been there a while. He's lonely. He's talking to it. And after a while, it starts to talk back. And with the help of the corpse, he escapes. And it just... It gets weirder and more interesting from there. This movie... You gotta get through the first half hour. There's a lot of farts. I'll tell you this. He uses the power of farts to escape from the island. And that... I don't mind a good fart here and there, but this was, it was kind of turning me off a bit, but I sat through it and I'm glad I did because 
once he gets back to the mainland, it is just a terrific movie. It's so good. It's so interesting. And it's so weird. Let's see what... Let's see what this movie's doing over on the tomatoes right now. Eh. You've got mail. It is at 69% with the critics, but 74% with the with the peeps. It runs for 95 minutes. It's not too long. It's directed by Daniel Scheinart and Daniel Kwan. This is the first uh, movie for the two. It pulled in $4 million at the box office in a brief run. There is no... There is no info on the budget. I cannot recommend this high enough. It is definitely an interesting experience overall. It's a... I don't know, man. It's a different kind of movie than I've ever seen before. And I've seen... I've seen so many movies, you know. It's a... A lot of them just get rehashed over and over and over again. This is this is the first time I've seen somebody escape from an island on a corpse propelled by farts. So, because of that, I am going to give it the high ranking of hmm, 3.5 mics? Yeah, 3.5 mics. I think that one thing we can all agree on as a people is that pizza is fantastic. Pizza is great. Pizza is maybe the greatest of all the foods. There's nothing wrong with pizza. I think if you think about it, the only thing that maybe comes close to pizza is is hamburgers, maybe cheeseburgers, but the variety of ways that you can enjoy pizza sort of sort of pushes it up to the top. Nobody nobody will turn down a nice a nice bite of pizza. Pizza is pizza is happiness, man. When you have pizza, it usually means you're celebrating. So today we are going to celebrate this delightful food by taking a look at what are the top five things that you can put on a pizza to improve upon the perfection that is the pizza itself. So I guess without further adoins, let's move in and find out what is the fifth best thing you can place upon a pizza pie. Number five. Turkey pepperoni with 70% less fat. Yes, I did just do that. Pepperoni. Pepperoni is number five. Of all of 
the big mainstream pizza toppings. Pepperoni is far and away the worst. Sure, there are there are worse things to put on a pizza like chicken, like ham, like pineapple, but of but of the big five, pepperoni is the worst. It's too it's too greasy. It when you bite into it, it all comes off at once. It is nigh impossible to bite through a piece of pepperoni. It always ends up it always ends up sliding off and a lot of times it falls. It's just it's not the best, man. I know that a lot of you dudes out there are going to be are going to be disagreeing with this, but I got to call it like I see it in pepperoni. Pepperoni is just not the lick as far as I'm concerned. It's it's what you put on pizza if you are if you're a child, if you're a youth. And that's cool, man. If you have a pizza party at your elementary school, pepperoni is the perfect thing, but there are many more adult toppings for true pizza connoisseurs. And and I guess for that reason, we're going to call pepperoni number 5. Let's move let's move forward and see what is Number four. Number four. P. Good sprout. Now spell mushroom. Mushrooms? That's a new one on me. The Giants mushrooms may be new to lots of folks, but they'll soon be a favorite because they're extra fancy, plump, and full of flavor. They come whole or sliced, packed in jars as natural as can be. Mushrooms. Delicious. Can I go now? Spelling makes me hungry. Ho, 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 green giant. The number four pizza topping of all the times is mushrooms. Yes, mushrooms, that fungus that grows, that grows out in your side yard. I, I really enjoy mushrooms on a pizza. Here, Here is the rub. When you put mushrooms on a pizza, you kind of got to bake them a bit first. We like to make pizza at home. And when you when you use mushrooms, you got to bake them so they dry out a bit. If you just if you just slice them and throw them onto the pizza, then they get kind of mushy. And I've noticed that a lot of uh a lot of pizza places do that. Like when we go when we go to the Round Table down the street. Round Table is a staple chain around Northern California. They make they make a pretty good pizza. The crust is a bit too thick for my taste, but the toppings are all top-notch and the sauce is good. The pizza's always always well made. Nothing nothing wrong with Round Table. They are a quality chain, but I I've seen them when I'm over there. They they keep the mushrooms in in like a bin, like a tin, like a like at a salad bar and they just they just pull them out and put them on the pizza and when that happens, they wind up chewy, chewy and spongy. I've always, I've always been interested in mushrooms. When I was a kid, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sidebar here for a second. I had a, I had a Playmobil guy who was, he was like a Union soldier. He was like a cowboy type and he had a rifle and a pistol and a knife and a horse. And there was a uh, piece of land on our side yard and I would take him over there because there were mushrooms. There were all sorts of weird mushrooms, like standard ones that you see all the time. The weird fungusy kind that like come out of a side of a piece of wood and they they're kind of like a ledge 
and you know like ones with a long skinny stems and big big canopies is that we call it the head the head of the mushroom the canopy i know i don't know but me and that dude would go hang out over there and i also like to um i'd bring the hose or like a a watering can over and i would make mud all in the area and he would make like these mud houses that he would live in i used to do that like every saturday morning for the longest time i would wake up watch cartoons eat cereal and then go outside and play with this union soldier over in the side yard in the, in the mushroom patch i that was that was a lot of fun for me i think it was the mud i liked playing in the mud he was like a like a swamp soldier you know the the other dudes would want to hang out with him like star wars guys or like gi joe guys but he wasn't down he was like a lone wolf i liked him because he had like an old timey rifle i thought that was really neat and i liked his his like his sidearm his six shooter to me that to me that made him more legit than like a gi joe with a laser rifle but i don't know he was one of my faves i, I should try to find that guy i should see what what he would cost nowadays. I'm thinking not very much. I bet you, I bet you under five bucks would be my guess. And I could go play in my side yard in the mud. So mushrooms are number four. Let's, uh, let's dig in the VHS vault here and we will find out what is, what is number three. Number three. Somewhere overseas, sheep being loaded into ships bound for California olive companies. What becomes of these olives is anyone's guess. But one thing's for certain, you'll never find cheap imported olives in a Lindsay can. In 70 years, Lindsay has never sold a black olive that didn't grow in its own California groves. Lindsay, California olives from California. The number three pizza topping of all the times is a topping that goes by the name of olives. And I'm not just talking black olives, even though black olives are dope. I am talking about green olives, yes. The olives that are the color green. There was a take-and-bake pizza place. No, there is. They are still there. There is a take-and-bake pizza place. We just don't live on that part of town anymore. That goes by the name of Sandy's Take-and-Bake. And we used to walk down over there and get... I get take and bake pizzas when we first, when we were first living on our own. When money's tight, a lot of the times you'll get a take and bake because it can feed you like that night and then lunch and conceivably dinner the next night. It's possible for only like $9.99. And this place, Sandy's Take and Bake, it was really small, but they had a video store on the inside of it too, which was which was really neat. They had they had like a big wall of new releases and then they had a bunch of other stuff. What was fun about it though, it was really small and it was really thin and they had put a wall and a door. So you had to go through the small door to get into the small thin wall of new releases. It was it was pretty cool. I don't know if we ever if we ever rented there because we were pretty pretty loyal to Video Droid. Which is still still around today. Video Droid. Big up to Video Droid on Mendocino Avenue. We used to go there. So we didn't really rent at the Sandy's Take and Bake video store. But what we did learn over at Sandy's Take and Bake is that green olives are just awesome on pizza. They are, they are salty and they have a very, 
very distinct taste of their own. And if you slice them, if you slice them kind of thin, kind of waferish, they are, they are just great. Everyone, if you get one right there, you know, in between your teeth, it's just like a delight of salt, like a salt burst right onto your tongue. And when you, you know, when you mix that with the, the sweetness of the sauce and the cheese, it's just, it's really great. I miss going to Sandy's Take a Bake. It's a locally owned place. They have a slush puppy machine in there. The shopping center they're in is right next to this graveyard that we have here in town. It's a kind of an old, old one. They do still, they still put people into it, but there is a whole section that is, it's full of like town elders and people who founded the area that we live in. There are a couple famous people in there. Ripley from Ripley's Believe It or Not is there. You can go see his grave, which is it's pretty cool. We would we would walk from our place through the graveyard over to the shopping center and we would get slush puppies at the Sandy's Take and Bake video store. That was that was a good time and it always always makes me think of of those green olives and how how cool it was. We would get we would get like, you know, medium pizza, large pizza, green olives and other, you know, sort of toppings. I'm not going to not going to jump ahead and let you know what our preferred toppings are, but the green olives were really great. That was a good time. We used to spend a lot of time in that graveyard. It was really shady, and there were neat things to see. I'm not spooky or morbid by any means. I'm not that guy. I don't I don't lurk around graveyards at night wearing, like, a Matrix trench coat, even though we did walk around there sometimes at night. It's just, you know, it's wooded. The graves are overgrown. They're is a real feel of history, and the way the thing is laid out, it's in a big circle. So you can go around and around and around. It's just, you know, it's a nice, shady place to walk, and when you're done, you can walk over and get a slush puppy at the Sandy's Take and Bake video store. So, shout out to Green Olives. Uh, let's, let's go back into the vault for more, more fun pizza-style commercials. Number two. made with an authentic Italian style. For any type of occasion, Ginelli's juicy fragrance sausage is just the right touch. Either hot or sweet, but it's always Ginelli. A great addition to your homemade pizza, too. The number two pizza topping of all the times, of all the space and times, is is sausage. I'm not talking breakfast sausage. I'm not talking like your Jimmy Dean links. I am talking a fine Italian pork sausage with like garlic and onions and all sorts of stuff. My my family originally hails from Illinois, from the Chicago area of Illinois. And Chicago has like a real strong pizza tradition. They are one of those one of those pizza towns that are out there and they take it they take it pretty serious. My dad and my mom, they take it pretty serious. When we when we first moved to California, which does not have a pizza tradition, they they ordered a pie from I'm thinking it was Round Table. That's our our big local chain and he was on the phone with the dude and he's like, "I want I want a large pie with just sausage." And the guy's like, "Just sausage?" He goes, "Only sausage." And he goes, "All right." And 
we waited, you know, the 45 minutes for delivery or whatever. And when they came, they had delivered a pizza that was crust with sausage on top. Nothing else. He took it literal. And it's been downhill in my dad's mind ever since as far as California pizza. I think we got a few decent places in town. There's Round Table, like I said. There's this place uh, called Mambo's. That's where... That's where we order pizza from, Mambo's. It's on Mendocino Avenue across from the across from the junior college. They do like a traditional New York-style thin crust. I think it's good. There is also a pizza place in the casino. There's a casino in the next town over. And it is, it is some of the best pizza I've ever eaten in my life. But it is incredibly greasy. Incredibly greasy. I realize pizza is greasy, but this is like pools of grease. And... Every time I've eaten, and I've thought it's great, but then I also wind up with a severe stomach ache, so I, I don't go there as much as I would if I didn't get sick, usually. Usually go to Mambo's, but as far as my family is concerned, there is no topping but sausage. That's what you get on a pizza. You get sausage, pepperoni, all that other stuff is for... That stuff's for Californians, where... We're Chicago pizza eaters, and we eat, we eat sausage. Sausage, sausage is just good. I especially like it when you get, you know, your pizza slice, you get your triangle, and there'll be like one or two sort of big dollops of sausage, as opposed to like the smaller, kind of like crumbled up sausage that you sometimes see on pizza. When I was younger, though, I was not so much into sausage. I would... I would pick it off the pizza, not all of it, but I would kind of flick some of the, you know, some of the crumbles off just to kind of lessen the flavor of the sausage. I was more into pepperoni, so as I have grown into adulthood, I have, I flipped the script on that. Now I, now I really dig the sausage, and I think the pepperoni is, is for children, so <laughs> take that for, take that for what you will. Sausage is... Sausage is king as far as the meat toppings on pizza, and it is the number two topping of all the time. So I guess you guys, you guys are salivating right now. You guys are dying to know what I think is the greatest thing on pizza that there ever could be. So without further ado, let's uh, let's check it out. And now the moment you've waited for all this time. Yeah, boy, I see Robot's number one pizza topping of all the time. When it comes right down to it, I am a pizza Spartan. And if you offer me, if you offer me a selection of all the fine pizzas out there, I'm just going to go for the cheese pizza. So the best pizza topping of all the times is extra cheese. You can't beat it. You cannot beat a nice mozzarella, provolone, cheddar, three cheese blend on a slice. It's the best. And if you add, you add a bit more, you get extra cheese. You have an extra great piece of pizza. Everything else... Everything else is too much. I gotta say, when you got a nice slice of cheese pizza, 
it's perfect. It is perfect, and it's and just the simplicity of what it is is perfection itself. Everything else will only ruin that perfection. The best thing to get on pizza is merely cheese. I stand by this. I will stand by it for the rest of my life. That's my word is bond. Cheese pizza is the best pizza that there is. Now, I understand different people have different tastes and you can add different things to pizza as you see fit. This is this is the land of the free and the home of the brave and that freedom gives you the choice to put whatever you want on your pizza. I dig it. I'm not going to stand in your way. I will not stand in your way. I I will fight for your right to put what you want onto your pizza, but it, but if it's me, I'm not putting nothing. I say, you know what? Just uh, spoon a little bit of extra cheese on there, and that will that will be good enough for your boy. I I have always been this way ever since the Jump Street that I discovered that you could get a pizza with only cheese. That was that was all I wanted. I loved the pizza that we would get in Illinois from Enzo's. It was awesome, but once I discovered that you could just have the pizza without the extra stuff on it. I was, I was just in heaven, man. It was all I wanted. Cheese, pizza. Even today, just offer me a cheese slice and I'm, I'm good to go. I'll sit there. I'll drink my Diet Pepsi. I'll eat my slice and it'll be, it'll be as good as can be for good old me. So I guess that's it. Uh, We have spent, we have spent some nice time together talking pizza. It has been fun. We all love pizza. So we all love we all love to talk pizza. Pizza is pizza is a food that brings us all together. When when you have a meeting, when you have a meeting at work, you can get pizza. Everybody can get some. When you have a party, get a pizza. Everyone can have some. When you have when you have whatever, get a pizza and everyone can have some. Just about just about every Saturday, we get this pizza special they have over at Mambo's. You can get one large pizza a thing of wings, a cheesy bread, and a salad for 20 bucks. It's great. We uh we have like a weekend guest every weekend. 2.0's gal pals here and you know she stays at the house. It's nice. We we enjoy having her here and we'll order the we'll order the Mambo's pizza special and it feeds all of us. And oftentimes, you know, they're they're girls, they're teenage girls. They're not they're not pizza slobs. So, oftentimes there will be up to four slices left the next day. So, that's their lunch. It's great. I love it. Love the pizza special. Go go out to whatever local chain you have around you right now that offers a pizza special and get yourself one. You will have a nice time with your family for about 20, 25 bucks. You can't beat it. So with all that said, pizza, pizza, you're the king of foods. Let's move on to the Toys R Us report itself. Please drop by supportthereport.com and consider becoming a show patron for as low as a measly dollar a month. It's the right thing to do. You've made it this far. It's time. The final segment, your weekly toy shop update, the Toys R Us report. All right, we are back for the final segment of the show, a segment that is known as the Toys R Us Report. I know not why. I do know why. I We've talked about this before. I don't want to go over it again, even though going over it again would have taken just about as long as it's taken me to say I don't want to go over it again, but that's just that's just the way it is. Before we get, before we get too deep into this, I want to give a big 
a big shout out, a big greeting, a big whatever you want to say to my two dudes over at uh, Please Stand By. These are guys who go by the name of Zerb and Ferg. They were nice enough. They were nice enough to play a uh, a phone call that I made to my to my pal Zerb when he was a bit under the weather on their last episode, and they they said some very kind things about me. So I want to you know I just want to say hey man that was really cool you guys and I totally appreciate that and. Yeah, you know, you guys are really supportive, cool guys, and I, I enjoy, I enjoy Please Stand By so much. I think it's such a fun so show. It's so well put together. The production value is just so high, and it's really fun to see a different side of Ferg, who you might know from the Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast. When he's, when he's on that show, he, you know, he's business. He's talking Atari. It's serious stuff. It's lighthearted, serious stuff, but he's, you know, he's giving you a very thorough report of these games, and it's nice to see him on Please Stand By and get to know, get to know Ferg's personality a bit. Zerb, Zerb does a great job of bringing that out, but what, what has, what's been going on around here that's, that's worth mentioning? Oh yeah, bowling. As you all know, I am a bowling aficionado, and I had sort of fallen out of the sport over the past few years well i decided you know there's nothing stopping you from going back into bowling so i i went to the bowling alley and i I bowled a few games and i had a good time i feel i feel rejuvenated as a matter of fact i i made a quick bowling song let me uh let me pop that in there let me find the cassette pop it in and then uh we'll be back after that we'll talk talk a bit more bowling and a bit more stuff Bowling. You might recognize that from the movie Wildcats, where instead of saying bowling, they said football because it's a football movie. Thanks, thanks to Iceberg for providing the vocals on that on that monumental track. It really uh. It was really effective, Iceberg. Good work. Uh, so, anywho, we went down to the bowling alley, and I, you know, I've tried to break back into the game a couple times, but I would go down there and I would have, I'd have no success, and it would be really frustrating. So, I kind of tended not to do it, but I thought it out a bit, and the day before that I knew we were going, I kind of, I kind of practiced my approach a bit. You know, I sort of practiced my three-step approach in the hallway a few times, just to just to have an idea of what I would be doing when we got there. So when we did the first game, I kind of stunk up the joint. But the next game, I started off with like five strikes in a row. And I'm thinking, you're going to you're gonna throw a 200 game here. And that's going to be, that's going to be great. But I kind of got into my head and things fell apart. But I did... I did get around like 169, I think it was. So I was, I was pretty stoked overall. That showed to me that maybe, maybe there's a chance that I can get back to the level of success that I had once before. Not that, not that any of you would care about that, but it was, it was fun for me. Go to your local bowling alley. Bowling alleys have it all. We, we paid for three games and in between each game, we went over to the arcade and played Miss Pac-Man and I'm just like what an amazing day what a great activity it's so much fun we were in and out for less than 20 bucks because we went early in the day and it was a weekday so if you got a weekday off 
go over to the bowling alley, play some video games, throw some shots, man. You will, you will have a good time. I, I guarantee it. Of course, I back my guarantee with nothing. So you can take that for what it's worth. What else? What else have I been up to? I am still into Riverdale on the CW. The show, the show is turning out to be really quite good. It's something we look forward to every Thursday. The the cast is really good. I enjoy the kid who is playing Jughead. He's very, very taciturn, very, very depressed. He narrates the show. He's a writer. I think this take on the character is interesting. I, I have grown to like Veronica. I myself am a Betty man. I think I've, I've talked about this before, but I've grown to really enjoy the character of Veronica on the show. I think that she is, I think she's doing a bang up job to me. The girl that they have cast as Betty, uh, I think her name is Lillian Reinhardt. She's doing terrific. She has this this very expressive face, and she she uses it well on the show. Archie is he's good in his role. Once you start, once you start getting into the Archie comics, you kind of you kind of learn that Archie is he's like a well meaning dum dum who is surrounded by interesting people and. It's like his exposure to them that carries the comics. And I think that in the show, Archie is sort of that well-meaning dullard. And his exposure to the other characters is what carries the show. If you start watching Riverdale for a bit, you're going to see that it's essentially like the best parts are the, the B and V parts. They, they have this really great conflict with uh, Cheryl Blossom. The girl who plays Cheryl Blossom is... Super effective in her role as well. She's not nice. She's super mean, and you uh, you won't like her. And she's great at it. She's really she's really killing it as a heel. She is not out there looking for sympathy of any sort. She is she's a true heel, not one of those heels who's trying to play it cool to get like a babyface reaction. As far as action figures, the only thing I'm looking for is uh, the Sabine Wren. Star Wars Black. Sabine is one of the characters on Star Wars Rebels, which we've recently started to watch again. It's a good show. I don't know. I don't know why we ever fell out of it in the first place. It's dope. But there is a Sabine Star Wars Black that I've seen people on eBay have. Like they say they have it in hand that I've seen a few people post them on Facebook groups that they have them. But I have not seen this anywhere. And I've looked at Toys R Us, Kmart, Walmart. I've even gone to like Kohl's and Target. Just anywhere I can think of. Walgreens that might have action figures. And I have not, I have not seen it. Have any of you guys at all, if you've seen one of these in your area, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter. That's at ICRobots or preferably on Facebook. That's Facebook.com backslash ICRobots. That's I-S-E-E Robots as if. I'm looking off into the horizon and there are robots in the distance and I see them. If you've seen one of these anywhere, let me know. Sabine's cool. I love her. I love the design of the character. She has this great, like, pink graffitied uh, Mandalorian armor. Mandalorians are like Boba Fett's and she's like like a girl Boba Fett in pink armor. And she's cool, man. She On the show, she, got, um, she has a lightsaber now. It's like the dark saber. It's black and it's whiter and she's been starting to train using that, and it's pretty cool. Her figure doesn't have that, I guess. That will be, like, next season, or next 
next year or whatever. Um, what else? I don't know. I think I think it's about time to get up out of here. I got I got vents to clean. I got like all sorts of stuff. Um, make sure. Make sure to check out that Gino Vega, the Mr. Sensational Gino Vega podcast that came out last week. It is, it's dynamite. His breakdancing stories are, they're so fun. I, I've actually listened to it three times now. I think it's great. I played it once for me. I played it once for the family. That's the thing about our shows. We try to keep it so that it's family friendly enough that you can play them in mixed company. You can play them around your family. You can play them around the team. You can play them around whoever. And... My man Gino Vega maintains that too. We're family men. You know, we got families and the things that we do have to be family friendly. So I've played the show. I played it for me when he first sent it to me. I was excited. I jumped into it. Then I played it again because I thought it was cool. And then I thought it was so funny that I played it for the family so they could hear it too. We all had a good time. So make sure to check that out. Mr. Sensational Gino Vega podcast right here on your Icy Robots radio network feed. So for me... Iceberg, Engineer Emily, good having you on the show. We're going to get up out of here. This has been the uh, Toys R Us Report 110. Oh yeah, next week we're going to be back. We're going to talk about Logan. It's going to be a good time. Be be ready. Go see it so we can so we can talk all about it. So this is Toys R Us Report episode 110 signing off. This is me, Icy Robots. If you don't know, now you know. This has been an IC Robots Radio production. IC Robots Radio is a listener-supported in day If you like what we do and we make your day a little easier, please consider tossing a few bucks our way to help keep the life support running. All money collected goes to help us prepare for future space pirate attacks. Go on over to supportthereport.com for all the details. Thanks and have a great week.